You're listening to the Love is Black podcast. Where the host of fly. The love is dope. And the conversation's always 100. Hello and welcome to your favorite podcast. It is Love is Black. I am Harvey. And I'm Carice. And it's, uh, it's time for another exciting week. Just uh, talking about, uh, I think it's love that we're talking about. Is it? It is. And I'm pretty sure it's in black form. So love is Although black. it doesn't have to be exclusive to black. No, no, no. We speak from the experience of being black. Okay. But love is the international language. So, you know, everybody experiences a lot of these things. And then there's nuance based on, you know, stuff. But if you're not black, it's okay. Listen in. Learn. We all deal with the same ish together most of the time. Right? Right. Right. <laughs> so all extra. right. Yeah, extra. <laughs> yes. So how's your week been, baby? Uh, my week's been fine. I don't think anybody's really concerned with my week, though. It's probably just you. That's not true at all. I think people want to know, you know, how was it? Life. How was your week? My week was interesting. Your kids are being their regular ridiculous selves. Okay. My wife is, you know, up and down. She, you know, interesting and such. But, you know, other than that, life is what it is. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So, this week, for the podcast... <laughs> You could give a damn about my week. That was the worst I thing I've ever. Care about my week. No, no, you care about your week. You I really don't. nope, nope, nope. I really nope. don't. I feel like I just move from day to day, and I'm just trying to look between each day to making it to the next day. Mm. So I really don't care about my week. What's behind is already behind. It's done. Can't change anything that's already happened. But you're coming. What's in? What's on the horizon? You care about uh, that? A day off. Okay. On Sunday. Okay. That's uh, that's literally all I am thinking about. I've got a lot of work to do between today, tomorrow, like day off on Sunday. Yay. That's what I'm looking forward to. So each day is just checking off until I get to Sunday. I hear that. So that's all. Okay. So well. yes, I don't really care about my week. That's not to say that I shouldn't care about yours. Perhaps I should care about yours. But I don't really care about my own. So can you really fault me for not being too overly concerned about your week? Yes. <laughs> Uh, yes, I actually can. I want you to care about your week, but it would be nice <laughs> if you cared about mine. And the fact that you just admitted that you pretty oh much don't God. care about my week is, you know, it's concerning. Is it's, it? It is. Concerning. You do, you You're concerned. You don't give a damn about my week. I I'm didn't supposed say to, that. <laughs> I did. That's a bit extreme. Okay. I didn't say you do. You are not concerned about my week. Yes. Okay. That's, I'm also not concerned about my week. That's concerning also. Okay. All right. So as long well, as it concerns. Is that a toxic trait? That a, it's not to, it's toxic is wrong. Okay. It's toxic is a strong word that gets thrown about a lot now, and it's not toxic. It's bad, but it's not toxic. And let's talk about that. Nice segue, by the way. You know, so I keep you on the podcast. You're good. Yeah, I'm trying to keep us on track. Keep, yeah, exactly. Very nice. You know, I was trying to show concern about your week, but you know, now we get back on the road to topic. So this week we are talking about relationships and in particular, whether you are in a good one, a bad one, or to me, a really bad one that would then lead to the word of toxic. So what's the difference then between bad and toxic? Because when I think about them, I think of them almost the same. A bad relationship is still filled with a lot of strife. Maybe you're not really having more good days. You're having more of those days where you're arguing, there's bickering, where you're really just not um, 
unhappy or content within the relationship. A toxic one, maybe the only difference I could see is that a toxic one, you might play off of each other. Perhaps you're, you're doing more gameplay or you're, there's more maybe lies involved or there's more, I don't know. It seems like that might be the only difference I can find, but I feel like they're almost interchangeable. For me, I feel like bad is something that you can fix while toxic is something that's ingrained in a relationship. Ooh, I like that. So for me, bad is, I don't know. I feel like you can be in a marriage and you can have bad times. But that that wouldn't make it a bad relationship. If you don't fix it, then it's a bad relationship and it stays that way. So you're arguing about stuff, but you don't resolve them. You have disagreements about things and instead of figuring out what to do about them, you keep arguing. You've gone from having a pretty good relationship to it being bad because one disagreement can lead to something else, to something else. Now you're on edge. So any little thing that you probably would have just brushed off, now it's a bigger thing. I feel like that's what bad is. For me, toxic means a lot more. To me, toxic means I have an, I have an issue that I brought into the relationship that I've then thrust upon you. And it makes the relationship not only bad, but like continuously bad. Like it's continuously hurtful and it affects every part of the relationship. So, you know, people, everybody likes the word narcissist now. So if I'm a, you know, if I'm a narcissist and it's just, I, everything is about me and in, and it, it starts with one thing, but then it's something else and it just makes it worse. And then the other person is just doesn't want to deal with you. So that's a toxic trait. Um, physical abuse. Um, emotional abuse, stuff like that. Those are toxic traits to me. I think bad is just, you know, I had a bad week. Oh, you had a bad week and we're dealing with each other and we didn't clear it up and it just progressively gets worse. Or while toxic is like a thing that's in there that you don't really ever get rid of. That's kind of always a part of it. That's my humble, non-trained opinion. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I like that perspective. Mm-hmm. So how would one, I don't even know if I'd be able to tell Thinking back to my own past relationships, I don't know that I would have been able to tell that it was bad or versus toxic while I'm in it. I think when you're in it, it's something totally different. When you're like assessing after the fact, you're like, ooh, I could see where that definitely wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. It's, I, it's always interesting because I know the last relationship that I was in, I don't think it was... It wasn't toxic. It was really bad. It wasn't toxic. I don't think it was toxic. It was it, it was bad. And when you're in it, at least for me, I was in it and I knew it was bad. I think not immediately, but at some point, like like the clue, not even the clues, the stuff was thrown in my face. They weren't clues. It was like, here, try to figure this out. It was, this is what's going on. And I was aware of it. So at times you could be unaware. And a lot of times I think you can be aware and you just don't want to admit it and you don't want to give up. That's not the case for me. I was just, I don't know what it was with me. I can't explain it. But it was, I knew what was going on and I guess I was hoping that it would kind of fix itself. The other person would say one thing, but then it wasn't really getting fixed. And it comes to a point when you decide you're not going to accept anything more. And that's when you move on. Um, But... I had people telling me, like, what the hell are you doing? Like, and it wasn't one of those cases where I was like, oh, it's not true, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I kind of, yeah, you're right. I didn't do anything about it. 
it depends on it depends on the situation. But I think in that last one, I knew that it was bad. And it was just up to me at some point to say, all right, dude, what are you doing? Why are you still around? Why are you taking this? That's the way it was for me. Hmm. I don't think I would have known. I don't know. But I, I probably would have defined that more as toxic. Because if you reflect back, like how you're reflecting back, I don't know what it was about. Well, you just said you didn't even know either. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it was about you that was that was open to continuing that at where it was going, Mm -hmm. you know? So I would figure that it's toxic. Like there's something within you that you needed to address. And there was something definitely there that needed to be addressed that, you know, that other person, a part of the relationship was seeking something or craving something or had something else that they needed to address within themselves Mm -hmm. that that whole situation was occurring while in a, I wanted to say committed relationship, but clearly it wasn't a committed relationship. No. So yeah, nothing, I don't know. Com- nothing committed about that. <laughs> no, no. So I don't know. That's why I would define that more as toxic than bad because there's stuff going on that it's, it's even beyond what I would consider to be a bad, just like how you described it earlier. You said, oh, you're having a bad week, maybe a bad week just keeps going and it just keeps, it never gets settled or it's just leading to increased tension and it's leading to whatever but it seemed toxic i don't know i I, see i'm not apt to just use that word to me toxic is a big deal and in the end i mean the reason she was the way she was is because there was just some unresolved issues which i think i think everybody has that i don't think everybody comes into relationships with no baggage no you know memories of stuff that happened we don't we bring in experiences into new relationships that always happens um how she handled it was bad i i don't know i don't i, I don't think it's toxic I, I i don't think it was toxic i'm it was obviously a horrible situation but not to the point that was toxic i i don't know i i don't i don't know I mean, I, cer- I certainly don't think about it with longing and enjoyment and whatever. It's not a happy time for me to think about. But toxic to me is still strong for that. It just was not a good situation at all. And she has a lot of issues, which is why it, ha- it was the way it was. But I mean, it's the two of you. Right. Right. What do you mean? Well, you said she has a lot of issues, which is why whatever, but it's the two of you. Like you enabled a lot of that. Right. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Well, yeah, I allowed it to yeah, I allowed it to happen. So, that so me enabling it, I guess, is that thing, which is why that I will never do that again. So, it's the complete extreme opposite though. I don't know. I I would consider it very toxic cuz well, yeah. for those of you who have listened to the podcast before, you hopefully know what we're talking about. Yeah. But um I would consider it toxic because to the extreme where you're at now is that you tolerate nothing as opposed to that was tolerating everything. There was no in between. There's like you were tolerating all sorts of nonsense and that relationship was. I don't but see, I don't think that leads to toxic. I think, you know, going in relationships, it's something that you learn and you can be in a relationship and you like, you know what? This is not that bad of a thing. I can deal with it. And eventually you get to the point where 
no, I can't deal with it. And you decide that you won't be in that, you won't accept that another relationship. I don't think that's toxic. I know I'm kind of, I'm kind of minimizing it with what I'm talking about. Totally minimizing right. it. Right. But what I'm saying is that it's because you're saying the opposite, you're saying the absolute extreme. Yeah. Right. Where we've had these conversations on our podcast. So you were incredibly tolerant in this ridiculous situation where there wasn't all this other stuff built up. Like very clearly there was not that depth of love, that that commitment. Mm -hmm. There was no building together. I don't think you guys lived together, right? There was no building together, no living together, no Mm -hmm. children out of that relationship. Mm -hmm. So you were very tolerant in this relationship that was a fraction if even if I can even quantify it as a fraction of what we have now in this committed marriage Mm -hmm. and you are like zero tolerance even though we have so much more you're like no absolutely not like hear about it done gone off like immediately which to me seems like a big extreme for a relationship that I would have quantified easily as toxic not just bad as toxic but then you have a relationship that's good and like a solid foundation or whatever and you're like zero opposite end of the spectrum so it's like i don't know that's i don't know that's what i think is that it's just the opposite end of the spectrum in in every way possible you see you to me you're taking kind of pieces of it and me saying that i'm not going to accept cheating because that's what we're talking about here infidelity (laughs) blatant cheating blatant to my face cheating the fact that i won't accept it now i don't it's not something that should happen in the first place so for me to be like i'm not going to take it now it's not an extreme it's like i i was like you cheated before there was no not you the person the relationship i was in that person cheated multiple times and i'm like no okay now i'm not going to take that so now it's not like um now I'm like, no, I'm not going to be with somebody who's not going to be with me. If you cheat, I'm done. I don't think it's the extreme. I think most people would be like, you cheated. Um, clearly, you don't want to be with me. And and I think you say that because you are willing to put, you're willing to put work in. You're right. willing to put work for it. For me, I'm just not because it says a lot. To me, it's the cheating is this is a really small part of the fact that trust is the big thing for me. I need to trust you. Cheating is just the easy part that we can talk about. I need to trust you. And if you're going to do that, cheating requires a lot. It's the same conversation we have. You lie. You know you're lying. You decided to do it. That's the problem that I have. So it's not an extreme for me to say, before that person did all that stuff, I trusted them. They lied. Blah, blah, blah. I'm done. Now, I need to trust you. And if you cheat, I can't trust you because you lied and you do all that. To me, I would never do that. And I can say that Absolutely, that I would never do that. And I'm, I applaud the fact that you would work on it. To me, if you cheated, there is no excuse. Because there is no, we've had this conversation. To me, you can't say it was a one-time thing. You knew what the hell you were doing, especially with me. For you to cheat, if we're in this relationship, you can say, oh, it was a mistake. You do it knowing that we're done. So to be in a relationship when you know what somebody who has been definite it may not be the best thing to be married to me but to know that if you do certain things i am done i feel it helps you don't get to say it was a mistake do you feel like it helps yes because you to me well i don't know i don't know if you've ever thought about cheating or anything 
But if you cheated, if you did it, and it's like, oh my God, it's a mistake. Would you take an extra thought? Like, listen, Harvey has literally said in regular conversations and recorded that if he, if I cheat, it is done. You're not going to be able to come home and say, oh, it was a mistake. I didn't mean to do it. It was a one-time thing. Or you could come home and say that, but understand it's a wrap. I love this relationship, but they just, that's into me. That's the one thing I won't take. I won't take it because you know what it means. It's not just think, oh, now let's go see therapists and let's talk about it. It's you know what's coming. You did this. It is an absolute wrap, good or bad. It is not hidden from you. It is in your face and you know it. And if you still do it, then we done. And it shows that you didn't give a damn and you did it anyway. That's how I take it. Yes, but you you get my perspective on comparing the two situations. Like, I don't know. Because, I don't know, we always wind up coming back to this conversation because mm-hmm. I still, I don't know, in my mind, I just can't wrap my head around you going from being so super lenient in a situation that yeah. was not positive in any which way, shape, or form mm-hmm. to being less, less forgiving, I guess, in a situation that is significantly better. Just because I know how I feel. I know where we are. I know where I want to be. I know where I stand. And so if you did something that violated my trust, I'm not, all right, out, like, not going to work on it. No reason to. You violated my trust. We can never get that back. We definitely can. It's going to take work. Will you be sleeping on the couch for a while? Sure. May you have to get probably a a different place if you would like to sleep in a bed? Sure. But, like, I think that we could definitely put in work. So I'm not minimizing the fact that, yes, trust would be lost. I just feel like the situation is greater than any mistake you could make. Because you know that there's no way I'm out, 100%, there's no way I'm out, Unless it's something we cannot fix. Like you wake up and you're like, oh shit, this whole time I've been gay and I had no idea I really want a man in my life. Well, I'm not going to become a man. I can't fulfill that role in your life. I can't do that. We can't work through that. So unless it's something that we cannot work through, which would be that situation, that's the only thing I can foresee. I can't foresee anything else. I don't know how I would actually feel in this situation, though. This is just me saying that I'm willing to work it out. I don't know how long it would take me to come to the point where I'm like, yes, okay, now let's do counseling. I might need, like, some time. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I don't know. For me, I just can't fathom in my head that you would just be checked out off of one thing because there's nothing that's in my mind that I'm like, all right, out, no questions asked. See, the problem with it, and you touch on it, and then you kind of move on. You talk about the relationship I had where she was ridiculous, and there was really nothing to that. It could have been something, but pretty from the actions of her, whatever, it was nothing. The reason I can be so definitive about this is because we have something. Because this is such a good relationship. Because we've spent so much time building it. Because I think we know each other so well. You kind of said that, but then said, oh, but I would stay into it. But if it's such a big thing, if it's so huge that you'd be willing to stick it out, then why would you be willing to mess it up by doing that? You, to me, you don't get both. If it's, so, if it's so amazing that you would be willing to stick it out, then why would you do that in the first place? That's what it is for me. I wouldn't make that mistake because I know what it would cost. To me, it's worth not 
doing that. Not doing it, but then saying, but we've built so much, let's work on it. That's should that's what you should have been thinking of in the first place. We have something so big, I don't want to ruin it. I don't think that after the act. I don't then say, oh, now let's work on it. How about don't mess up in the first place? I have that thought which first. Is, which is a great thought to have. But, and like I said, I don't know how I would really feel in this situation or how much time it would take me to get to working on it, mm-hmm. but I'm not checked out immediately upon that news. I'm not like, all right, I don't know if, I mean, we're going to have to file some paperwork. Like, I'm not there. I See, I don't, you know, I have not, I don't know, I don't even want to lie about that. I don't know how I would handle it if that would happen. I talk about this, but like you said, this is a great relationship. It's us, it's kids. We're doing well. We're progressing. We're doing things. That's why it would be absolutely super hurtful if something were to happen like that. Devastating. Both De- sides. Devastating. So it's not, for me, you can't get both sides of it. It's either, it's a really great relationship. Therefore, I would want to work through stuff. Or it's a great relationship and I'm not going to fuck it up in the first place. So to me, that's what your decision has to be. Either I love this relationship so much I'm not going to do anything or this is such a great relationship that I want to fix it if, we, if I mess up. I'm, not, I'm the first one. I guarantee you I won't cheat. I can guarantee you that. I won't do it. If that situation came and it won't where I met somebody else and I'm like, wow, I really like this person. If it even got close, you would know about it and I would say something. Because I'm not... Say what? What are I you would, saying? I'm t- what am I saying? Listen, you, we had this conversation before. You've kind of... I've had a crush on people, whatever. You, if it, Saying what, though? Like, well, what are then you going I, to say to me? What I'm... Um, I met, I met somebody. I met... Oh, it's... Yeah, Susan. It's always Susan. S- Suzanne. Suzanne? Suzanne? Whatever Look, her name Look, you done forgot her name. Whatever her name is. Okay, can we not use the name Suzanne? You want to call her Susie? No. Susan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Um, okay, let's just because the name, let's for, you know, continuity. Continuity. Yeah, we'll stick with that. So I've met Suzanne. We worked together. We hung out. We hung out in a group and we've had conversations or we sat next to each other at the job and we've been friends and we've been talking and through just being a friend and it's progressed to the point where I've had kind of feelings for her to the point where I could see something happening with that person and it's affected here. If it ever got that far, that far, then I'm gonna say something. What are you saying? Um, I've been having feelings for somebody else, and it's starting to it's starting to affect our relationship. I don't know. Maybe we need to separate or something. I don't know. I wow. don't. I don't know how to handle it. Wow. Maybe we need to separate because of Suzanne. So Suzanne comes in the issue, and it's not like, oh, you know, maybe I need to get Suzanne out of my life. It's maybe you need to get me out of your life. It means... I, I, I see you. Do you. I see you. Do you? Yeah. Really? It's an incredibly random situation with a person who doesn't exist. But you and see me? And even still, you pick that person that doesn't exist because now you want to separate. Right. But that's what I'm saying. If That's the only way something like that would happen. It would have to be that extreme. It would have to be that much that I'm liking a person that much that would even be that worth you mentioning. separate. Okay. So if I came to you and said, I've been feeling this person, we've been hanging out, what would you say? Um, is this person still going to be a part of your life? Okay, so then, because like I said, I haven't dealt with this before, so I don't know how to handle it. Where are you at? So do are I, you here so, or are you there? 
And that's what it is. So that's the question. Do I like this person so much that I don't want to be here anymore? Right, because you immediately jump to separate. But the, I don't know. I'm never going to forget this. Okay. Uh, you don't forget anything. <laughs> what I'm saying is I don't know. And, and it's not going to happen. Like I've said, between the two of us, you're going to be the one who cheats. It's not going to be me. Right. Let's not gloss over the fact that you that, said you were going to separate over uh, Suzanne. Okay. Over a non-existent person? Exactly. Good. So you take That's that as... That's how serious take that, as, is, that you are willing to separate. Take that as serious as you want. She still don't exist. This is just banter and you know it. She don't <laughs> exist. This is some chick that we came up with a few episodes ago and you bug it out about a name, not a person. Either way, but I have a question. If a relationship with somebody cheats, mm-hmm. is that relationship bad or is it toxic? We dep- I would honestly say it depends on the frequency of the cheating or if the cheating is like a regular consistent thing within the relationship is it like an understood or implied thing um in uh i I watch love and hip-hop atlanta you You used to watch love and hip-hop with me we used to have quality time together you know monday night qt time but now clearly you're like checked out of that so we have never not a deal breaker i don't know who you was watching with that one so love and hip-hop atlanta Young Jock uh, just got married uh, in the past episode or two and immediately like there were rumors swirling. Well, first of all, Young Jock is for the streets. Like I think everybody knows that he is 100% like a hoe. He's the biggest hoe. He can't keep his pants up to save his life. But now he's married. Okay, whatever. But literally at the wedding, people are talking about um, the fact that he just had a baby with somebody else. Like this woman that he's been with since 2015 just had a baby with somebody else. And there's this other woman who said that she's been sleeping with him off and on for years and and he loves her and whatever. So much nonsense. Right. And so the wife now is playing it up as her friends are telling her all this information. But then cut to the scene of her talking to him and she's like I know what it is like we have a very open relationship not open she didn't say it was open relationship but they do talk they share things like Mm -hmm. anything he's doing he's telling her okay so sometimes it might look outwardly like it's cheating but very clearly in that situation she's aware that her man is for the streets and she's willing to let that man be in the streets okay do you boo but She's kind of hiding it from her friends. I would 100% as a friend of hers who she's like crying to me that, oh my God, I can't believe he, he has a baby on the way. What? Oh my God. Meanwhile, she's known about this baby the whole time. She knew when the chick was pregnant. Like she probably knew when he was out there doing the chick. Okay. So I like I would quantify that as toxic because you can't even be open to your friends and family about what your situation is. Like, Is that? I would quantify that as toxic 100%. Like, why is it that you've been lying to everybody? You I married think, this man who's very clearly for the streets. I don't think the relationship is toxic. I think the person is. If you're in a relationship with somebody and you know what it is and you're accepting it, the fact that you're not comfortable saying it to people, it's one, it's not his fault. If it was the other way around, it wouldn't be her fault either. If you agree to it and you know it and your problem is you're not willing to talk about it, I don't think the relationship is bad. I think you have a problem. If you didn't want to do it, I think then... they very both clearly have problems. 
songs. Well, it's it's love is love is whatever. It, it, love course, and hip hop. Love and hip hop. All of these people are toxic. It's a mess. This is not the finest crop of black people that you put on television. This is ridiculous. Come on. This is high quality. It is high quality nothing. High quality nothing. There's nothing high quality about this. It's saddening to me to see the way these black people look every week on these shows. It's just. I am just... sorry, VH1. His opinions do not reflect mine. Um, what? It, sh- it should. <laughs> It should. The fact that you're watching this and you sit here on the bed all happy I'm watching so this and watching these it. people denigrate themselves for nothing, for just people watching. And it's, it's so, it's so sad. But if that relationship is what it was, where he's for the streets, as you say. 100% he's for the streets. And she's aware of where he goes, which is the streets. And what he's doing is with being women on these streets. And she's with it. Then I see no fault with him. Because that means there's been a level of honesty with him that there's a lot of people who would appreciate. He's like, listen, we're together, but this is what's going on here and there and whatever. So I'm pretty much telling you what I do. Mm-hmm. At any point, you could be like, listen, I can't accept this. And I don't know this guy, but I would imagine he's like, okay, peace. And he would just go about doing his stuff. But if I tell you this, and this is the kind of guy I am, and I'm not about the monogamous relationship, I'm about whoever I meet on these alleged streets. streets. And you're like, okay, then it's absolutely fine. Because you accepted it. You were an adult. You were aware. I think most people would take a person saying, I'm not about one person. I need multiple sexual partners. Giving you the chance, because the door swings out. You can leave. If you stay, I don't want to hear shit. And I say that as a person who was dealing with, who took that probably for a while because it wasn't being said to me, but it was in my face. So take it and leave or take it and stay. I don't think it's toxic. I think that's why I think she's toxic. If she's accepting this, then you got to be an adult enough to say, you know what? You may not agree with this relationship, but this is mine. And this is what we do to be happy. Okay, that's that's all right. Well, what about because it makes me think about Tristan Thompson and Chloe oh. Kardashian, mm. um, and the fact that you know they've been off and on, and clearly in their on times they're trying to work on it. And apparently, according to the show, I mean, even though everybody in the world knows Tristan Thompson's for the streets, but according to the show, he's been working himself out, trying to prove to her that he can be faithful and committed. And then, you know, next thing you know, we're hearing about some other baby that he's had by some other chick or some other cheating scandal and rah, rah, rah. So when there's not that level of honesty, would that then be quantified as toxic? You mean, at least for me. Because, yeah. you know, so what if somebody was lying about the cheating and the continuous cheating that this guy has been doing? Exactly. So he's saying he's he's not going to yeah. do it. He's getting better. They're going to counseling. They're working on it. But mm-hmm. then, boop, baby. Yeah. So, it, yes, I would. Yes. Yeah. It has to be toxic because that means you just lying to this person's face. You don't have enough self-control to not sleep with all these people. You do not have enough self-control instead of, you know, living on these alleged streets to just go home. And stay by yourself or stay with this person, you have real issues and you need to deal with them. That's a toxic relationship. If you stay, I no longer, not that I care about either one of these people, even damn about the Kardashians. And I could care less about Tris, that how he, st- how he made anybody playing basketball. Like I, I've told you, he should be cutting a check to LeBron. Must hit, 50% of his check should be going to LeBron. That's the reason he has any money at all. But if you cheat, if this is what you 
do and you know it and the person you're with knows it? No, he's, this is me. I'm going to work on it, but I'm going to go to this girl's house first before I go to this to go see the therapist. That's pretty much him saying it. So it's, it's toxic, but if you're enabling it, I have very little sympathy for you. Yeah. Because you know what's up. You know what's happening. How many times has he cheated on this woman? Didn't they just have a baby or something? Yeah. What? Yeah. Are they like still... The surrogate was pregnant when that whole situation came about and they split. Okay. All right. So, oh, that's why. So that's why they just had... All right. Are they they a thing again now? They are not a thing. Right. Not now, but give them a few months. Not now. But see, that's what I think makes it toxic, that they keep getting back together, that they keep going back to each other. And I think it's only for her, from what we hear... It's because she has, well, she had the one child, but now she has the two children by him. Like, I think she's trying to keep that family together, which is, I think, a toxic trait that many women, you know, are in. Like, I've I've done that. I've tried to put in the work to keep together something that should not have been kept together. Like, so much hurt, so much issues, but just because, like, I've got these children, I've got to try to keep it together. I've got to try to make sure that, you know... I can keep the family together. Situation's not good. Like, there's not much effort being put in on the other side. I'm pretty much raising these kids by myself. But let's try to keep it together. Keep family so mm-hmm. that these children don't have to have this, like, double life. Mm-hmm. Life with mom, life with dad, you know? And I think, a lot of, I think there are a lot of couples that do that. I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of, you know maybe husbands or fathers, whoever, who stay in a relationship that they're not happy in for the sake of the kids. That's kind of always been a thing. Yeah. And it's cool. And it, that, I don't know, that's, I don't know if that's toxic. That's bad. <clears throat> because to me, you're really putting your happiness into the back burner. You're not taking care of yourself, not valuing yourself. If you stay in something that you know is bad for the sake of somebody else. Yes, but I would quantify it as toxic because in the meantime, I think the kids suffer. Yep, that's what. So I was you're trying say. to protect them, but they don't really get protected. And kids know. Exactly, mm-hmm. like it winds up being something, or you stay together for so long that now, okay, they're out of the house. Maybe you know your youngest just turned eighteen. They moved, and you're like, okay, great. Now that the kids are gone like bye Mm -hmm. i'm out like Mm -hmm. i'm not doing this with you anymore and Mm -hmm. then now the children are all like what like they're adults but they're Mm -hmm. like what like Mm -hmm. you guys have been fine all this time Mm -hmm. like no we weren't we were just in it for you guys Mm -hmm. well that's ridiculous Mm -hmm. like who wants that and that's not a good example i think to set for the children anyway because how are they supposed to know healthy relationships at that point they feel like their whole life was a lie exactly yeah you think you know but you really don't Right. And nobody and nobody wants that. So I that I, I guess I don't know. I don't think I probably should have like kind of formed a definition of what I think toxic is. Cause to me, toxic is like to step up. Toxic is like a really bad, bad, bad situation. Because it's so it seems like such a nefarious word to me. Toxic. It sounds <laughs> bad. While to me, bad almost seems kind of temporary minimal now in comparison to it because no relationship is perfect there's going to be times where it's not the best it's bad for a minute but you work through it whatever and you move on every marriage is going to have something like that you're going to have to go through toxic feels like definitive like it's not something that can be fixed it's probably something you brought in from a previous relationship it's a character trait Mm. that's what i've always i feel with with toxicity so but hearing you talk about it 
I could see that. Yeah, definitely cheating is toxic. You know, is definitely a, a, a toxic part to a relationship and something that, at least for me, I guess with me talking about what I think toxic means, if you cheat in a relationship with me, it's definitely toxic. And I'm just going to get away from that situation. It's definitely toxic. It is. It's oh definitely God. toxic. I think it's, I don't know. That's just what it is. You know what I can't help but think about is like in the beginning of the relationship where you were like very definitive mm-hmm. about the things that you would and would not accept. Mm-hmm. Like when I call, you answer the phone. We don't play games. Like we don't do this, mm-hmm. that and the other. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, like that's it. Like mm-hmm. we don't do the makeup and breakup thing. That was another one thing. Mm-hmm. Thing too and I was so accustomed to these things and so it was like this set list of things that like don't do these things if you do these things it's a wrap yeah I, I mean it, it wasn't my plan wasn't to make it a list my, it was a list I, I guess well you made it a list I make it a list no, 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 no. I didn't make it a list I just told you what I was willing to accept but I didn't right. come out with a list if I wrote it down it would be in list form right and it would have been a list you made not me Right, but you were the one vocalizing the list? Yes, I was telling you these the things. You were the one who would have put them in list form. I didn't put them in list form. Let's just... You put it in a sentence form? So it's yeah, like comma, what? comma, and comma. Right. Like, no, it, but I we didn't sit here one day and be like, listen, what are you willing to accept? What are you not willing to accept? And I sat down and said this, this, and this. That's the thing, is that we didn't have a whole right. conversation w- about that. That is just you setting a... a very firm set of boundaries right. in list form that you would not tolerate. And I think in a certain aspect, like that kind of wasn't the healthiest thing, maybe. I don't think so. Why? I need to... I think in retrospect. And I mean, we've had partially a little bit of this conversation. Um, I think a while back we had the Merciers on. And, right. And like they neglected to really dive into why it was an issue. And, mm. you know... When I thought about it back at that time, I was like, oh, maybe it was problematic. Like, maybe it's, like, setting this expectation that maybe I can't fully meet or maybe I meet and it causes me strife in trying to meet it. Really? I don't know. I don't understand that. So, basically, since we're going to go through this, what I said is that we had some kind of issue and I called you Mm -hmm. and you didn't pick up. And I said to you that I want to talk things out. I don't want to let's say it. And I knew you saw me calling and you didn't answer. I mean, you didn't know that for a fact. Yes, I did. You Stop. didn't? You, I knew you there because you would know, I said it to you and you never denied it. And, <laughs> and it's still true. If we're going to talk about this, then at least be honest. Know. You suspected. It was, I was 99.9 cents sure that you were by your phone, saw that I called and you were mad and you didn't answer. Right. And what I said was, I'm not doing that. If you were mad at me, talk about it. I don't think that's problematic at all. That, And that's what that specific issue was. That if we're going to argue about something, let's argue about it. Don't play those games. And then if we break up, if we get to a point where we break up, I'm not coming back. Because I wouldn't break up easily. So if we got to the point where we're like, this is it, then this is it. I don't think that's problematic at all. That I'm saying, I'm in this with you. But if we get to the point where we're done, I'm not going to put myself through something that will put myself back in a situation where we might break up again i don't think that's problematic at all problem i don't even like the term problematic like the nerve i'm a man and i tell you what i'm willing to accept and i tell you that and it's problematic 
I mean, your whole sentence is problematic. How? I don't understand what, what you missed because just if, there. Because if women... I'm a no, man because we, and I'm telling you what yes, I expect. because that's what women... What? That's what all women do now. This is my standards. This is what, what I'm willing to accept. I'm only going to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I say two things, and they're not major. It's not... We don't... We're not making up to break up. Right. And if we... And if I call you and we're arguing, pick up so we can talk about it. And Those no two... Th- and no games. That's problematic that I want no games. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> what? And, oh, you go, oh, we talked to the Mercier's and they, and they didn't dive in. No, but I'm serious. Like, Explain you know, to me how no game. It a little bit of strife. Because Why? I had situations, you had past situations, right. and you were trying to avoid repeating those things, right? right? But I had past situations where I had not yet resolved those types of issues. Like, I was very accustomed to the whole makeup and breakup thing, to the right. whole, like, I don't have to answer your call if I don't want to speak to you thing. Like, that's, like, I don't understand why I have to answer your call to talk to you if I'm not ready to talk to you. But if I hadn't already gotten to the point where I know how to handle those situations, you're now thrusting those situations upon me and I now have to cope. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Great. No, because that's, and that's what a boundary is. That's this, because you have boundaries of your own. If we got together and I said, I don't like your kids and I don't want to deal with them. Well, these are my kids and they come with me. And if you can't handle it, then we got to go. I mean, and I've never dealt. Different type it's of not because it's just it's we something. We have I, to have a conversation about that. You knew I had kids. Exactly. I'm going any further beyond mm-hmm. that, like that's on you. And that's like we a, had the and the same thing occurred after you picked up when you spoke. I'm not taking this. And from then on in, you knew it's the exact same thing. It's a situation know. built up, and then we talked about it. And now you knew at any point if you wanted to jump ship, you could. What you got was somebody who was the who was the opposite of the other guys. You serious? I'm not taking this. I'm not taking this, and I'm not going to do it to you. I don't think it's problematic. I think the fact that you knew I was that serious means that okay, I can't play games with them. If I'm upset about something, I got to talk about it, and I'm not going to play games. Oh, I'm gonna break up with him because that's what you did with what's his name? Like you would break up, you were mad with him a few days later, you would get back together. That's what you've told me. I'm not that guy. I'm not well, that guy. Obviously, because you laid it out in your list. Exactly. But problematic is a strong term. I think the fact that it was like other guys would play these games and then you got somebody who wasn't about that because he's not from the streets. You got somebody who was like, I like you. I think we can be something, but it's not going to work out if you think we're just going to break up on a Friday and on Tuesday we back together. No, we break up on Friday. It's a wrap. And it's not going to be you mad about me or something, which will happen because I'm a man and we all mess up. If you're mad about something, you tell me about it. You know what you could have done in that case? I'm calling you. You don't want to talk to me. Listen, I'm not happy with you right now. Can we talk another time? That would have been the mature way to handle it. At least you're saying, listen, I'm not trying to talk to you right now. So at least I understand that. That's the way to handle it. But to not answer the phone and then have me be problematic because I didn't appreciate you ignoring me when I know you were, saw me call. I'm not problematic at all. I disagree with that entirely. Oh, my gosh. Okay. You said it. So don't act like you can't understand how it went that way. I do understand how it went that way. I don't understand how you have no flexibility in any of your thoughts 
ever to be like, okay, potentially I could see how maybe that caused you a little bit of stress. And so potentially I could see how that may have been a problem. <laughs> you're like, no, absolutely not. A hundred percent. No, you're wrong. That's it. Done. No, like no. that's, that's your whole response. My whole response is I don't understand. Okay. I, if you, but I don't feel like up until now, I realized that it caused you stress when I said that. We've talked about that, and I thought what you were saying is that, oh, wow, you had to, you weren't used to that because in previous relationships, that's what you did. It, this conversation has changed through the relationship. The first time we talked about it, it's like, oh, my God, Harvey's like this. I'm not going to take this. I'm like, oh, you said that first. Like, oh, I have to, I have, this is the way it has to be. And it seemed like when you first said that, it didn't seem like you took it negatively. Then as the conversation has progressed, as magically therapists were in the room and we're talking about it, now, oh, it was problematic. Or were you talking to friends? You talk, we're talking about Cousin Joel. And when you said that, and you, your, your response was completely different when it was her than it was just me and you. Because that, that's the first time I heard you say, like, oh, I didn't think that was great and whatever. But when we first talked about it, it was fine. So I I mean I've also gotten older and matured. I was 23 at the time that it happened. Mm-hmm. Like I right. am now 24. Right. And so Yeah. So after a full year, <laughs> multiple kids, moves to different locations, all that fun stuff. <laughs> but that I think that leads into something interesting here. One thing we talk about relationships and how we deal with them and whatever. Have you ever been in a relationship where there's been people telling you it's trash? Telling you it is not good and you either ignored it or took it too seriously? Has a relationship been damaged by people talking about it for you? Damaged? No. Not damaged. Mm-hmm. But people who would say, like, oh my God, like this this whole situation is trash. Like, I don't even know why you're doing this. Like this like no, absolutely not. You know, don't complain to me about this guy anymore. Don't like whatever. Um I think in a way it affects the relationship a little bit because you keep that in the back of your mind when you're in it um but it's not at the forefront to where you're like look my family thinks this is toxic my friends think this is toxic or think this is bad if not toxic think that it's a bad relationship and Mm -hmm. so therefore i think that we should go our separate ways like that's never happened like never and i don't think that it would happen because i feel like everybody only knows what you tell them Right. So for as much as the relationship could be bad, I think there are some good moments that people hold on to or that I know I've hold on, held on to in a relationship that if you hold on to those good moments and you keep those at the forefront of your mind, you kind of are able to ignore or bypass the fact that there is, you know, bad stuff going on. Right. I've never. Um, I've had I think the way guys kind of tell guys about stuff they see in relationships for me in that relationship i had one friend who was like the hell are you doing dave was like um what the hell and i would just like heard it knew he was right and was just staying around with it so it his talking wasn't didn't affect the relationship the relationship was just bad on its own and I don't think he pushed me to eventually just be done with it. I just had to get to a point where I'm like, forget this. And I just to be done. Because I'm so rigid, that's just the way I am, apparently. Rigid. I don't see I don't I don't see 
people speaking to me affecting relationship. I pretty much know what I'm in and what I'm going to accept and who I love. Because even when we got together, our situation wasn't the best to start with. So I had family coming at saying, you know. Our situation wasn't the best to start with. It was. Well, young, kids, pregnant. Nobody knew who you were. Oh, by the way, I'm getting married. That's the way. So it didn't come off the best. Okay, it didn't come off. It didn't come off the best. No, I we got married within a year of us knowing each other. But what I mean is that my family's like, wait, you married this girl and she got kids and whatever. Why are you doing that? So people didn't have that. And that, and I think at that point you knew me, knowing that that was going to have no effect on me. Yeah, you were willing to uninvite very close people in your yeah, life. Yeah, because once I, that's it for me. And that's think that's men. Once you, it takes longer for men to get to that stage to like love and all that and want to marry you and such. Once you're there, you it's going to be hard to get a man to like not want to be once he's got to that point. For me, I've just, I'm not, I'm not about this stuff. I'm not about hearing what you people have to say. You don't know everything. You're not in it. I'm, I'm in it. I will let people speak. And I said that to everyone. I, my dad said everything. My mom said everything. I'm like, because you're family, I will listen to you. But when we're done talking, understand where I am. And I was blatant with that. This is going to be my wife. And if you don't, if you have a problem with it, then you don't really have to be around. No matter who you are. If you're going to say bad stuff about this, then you don't have to be around. I am definitive of it. So I can hear external commentary, but it's not going to affect relationship for me it, it never really has if i consider myself in a relationship then it's on me and i'm not gonna let other random people you know say whatever so i guess i got lucky because your family liked me so it wasn't like oh God, they were all about it they but yeah they you know they saw they saw this specimen of a man who is not for the streets i don't but for the suburbs the situation but you think I'm from the streets? I never said that you were from the streets. You okay. have a history no, of street I life. Ne- that's, However, un- that's incredibly untrue. Um, incredibly. There's a whole hashtag. That you came up with don't make it real. <laughs> it does make it real. I could type. Every hashtag is somebody coming up with it. But that hashtag <laughs> is accurate. Okay. You have I, a whole history of living in the streets. But now <laughs> you're no longer in the streets. Yay! Celebration. Oh my god. Whatever makes you happy. I think you enjoy the idea that your husband used to be for the streets. And now he's not for the streets. You were the one that converted reformed. him. You reformed Woo! him. Okay. And good. You know what if that makes you happy? You know what? I'm reformed because of this fine woman in front of me here. I was for the corner, but now I'm for the house. With wow. the curb appeal. Wow. That's it. It's all for you, babe. Wow. All for you. Okay. So, yes, I don't let people talking about relationship affect me. If it's going, if something's going to go down, it's because of the relationship itself, not, not, you know, talking heads from outside of it. Yeah. So, it's difficult with the external noise to kind of, I don't know, mitigate that whole situation. Mm-hmm. But what about internal noise? So what about in your mind when you're when you finally come to that realization that oh man this is not actually a good situation mm-hmm. like maybe I need to get about this mm-hmm. there might be some issues there like ooh do we live together what am I going to do how am I going to you know mm-hmm. get my own spot how do I like where am I going from here and then I don't know it becomes like an issue where you kind of wonder like would it be better to stick it out to just be here or should you do bad all by yourself mm. i don't know i've never had 
for me, it's just that one bad situation. When it was time to go, I'm like, peace. And it took a while for that person to get away because once I was done, the person would still kind of pop up and randomly show up. Wasn't willing to give it up. And I'm like, I'm cool. I'm done. You can just go away. Once I think, once I've decided, once in my head, it's like, this is a bad situation. You got to go. You got to go. I'm going to go. Um, the whole bad by yourself thing, I, 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 it, it seems strange. I, it, you can do bad. We do bad all alone anyway. But do you want companionship? Do you want well, to? Doing bad. Or in general, if you want somebody, then the whole idea, there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. I think there's a better way to look at it. Okay. I would ha- I if we don't work out, I don't see I don't know if I'm gonna be with somebody else. I don't know if there's another relationship on the horizon. That's what you say until Suzanne calls you up. Go ahead. Um, Suzanne's not gonna call me because she don't have my number. Mm. It would have to be by like smoke signal or something. And I'm not gonna be <laughs> answering those. What I'm saying is this because of and we've talked about this, because of what we have here. It not working out would put me probably not the best space for a relationship. I would probably, this, I can't see it not working. So if it didn't, and for whatever reason doesn't work, I would have a, such a bad view of love and stuff like that, that I don't know if I'd want to di- dig in. Because this would really break my heart if we didn't work out. If this didn't work out, I don't know why I would try something. I don't know. It would be really, really difficult to imagine myself with somebody else. I'm not saying, I mean, sex probably would probably, wow, could, wow. could probably occur. You'd be back in the streets. No, not on the streets because people have sex in beds and houses or apartments or whatever or hostels. I don't know, but I'm not going to be for the streets. What I'm saying is that I could never be in a relationship again because this would, this would thoroughly break my heart if we didn't work out. So I don't know. I couldn't, um, I couldn't see. I can't see a future without you and the kids there. I don't know what I would do afterwards. I don't know what we were talking about, but I guess kind of just went into that. Being bad all by yourself. Yeah, I would be, I would be, I would eventually, it would suck for a while, but then eventually I would be fine by myself. And not be lonely, I would be alone and be fine with that. I feel like I would be lonely. All I've ever known is like people yeah. around. Well, you could saw people around. I don't, it's not the same. But it's not people. It's person that you're talking about. It's a person being a specific intimate person with you. You'd still have people around. You still have, you'd still have the kids. You'd still yeah. have your family. You'd still have whatever. Well, what I, because I, I mean, like right now we're kind of isolated a little bit, but I don't know. I don't know. I think it would be, I would be lonely. I don't think I could be I would single. be lonely for a long time too. I don't think I could be single and be like happy. I, could, I don't think I could be alone. So you could see. I would see, feel lonely. Mm, but you could see yourself if we didn't work out. You know, there's, you know, next dude. You pull up on the next guy or next guy pulls up on you and you guys wreck a thing. I mean, that's assuming that, you know, <clears throat> nobody finds any sort of weapons or anything. And so I'm not in jail. Oh, wow. Because then what you're saying is that I might get stabbed by some alleged person. I never said any of that, actually. Okay, I'm just... I I'm said just, none of those words. Oh, you said none of those words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's possible to be to not be in a relationship and be okay with it, but then it's entirely possible to like relationships a lot, and if you're not in one, you feel bad about it. It depends probably a lot on how you feel about yourself. It's got a, probably a lot to do with self-esteem and... What you want to be. You want to be with somebody. You want to share your successes with somebody. You want to be with somebody. And for me, we've been together long enough. 
that it would be weird not having somebody to share this stuff with. Mm-hmm. And it would take a while. It would take me a long time to get to the point where I give somebody else a chance. And truthfully, I haven't been in the dating scene for so long. I don't even know how it happened. I would not even know how to talk to somebody. I have no clue what I would do. So I think it's just safer. We'll just it's stay just married. Safer. It's just safer for my sanity, for my confidence to not be not be shot down day in and day out. Yeah. I, would just... I think that's easy for this situation. But if it was a bad relationship or a toxic one, mm-hmm. right. then it's a whole nother thing. Because then you have to figure out, should you be, you know, in this emo- emotional turmoil? Mm. Yes. Is it worth your... Sanity, your peace, your self-esteem, is it worth any of that Mm -hmm. to continue on just for the sake of not being alone? Right. And that's the thing. Are you with somebody just so that you're not by yourself? Or are you with the person because you want to be with them? And there's a distinct difference between the two. And that's the alone and lonely thing. Mm -hmm. So. So, yeah, I think this has been a really good conversation. I've very much enjoyed, I think diving into what's the difference between Mm -hmm. being alone or being in a bad relationship, being bad versus being toxic, Mm -hmm. um, you and your like rigidity. Rigidity. Yeah. We haven't done done a podcast. We haven't done one. Love is rigidity yet. I feel like we're going to have to find a way to do that. And then it's all you talking. And then it's all me talking. (laughs) Right. And then if you try to cut in like, no, it's just me and I won't have it. Exactly. Like love is rigidity featuring only Harvey. Yes. Yeah. So you could just leave. No, we won't do that. But (laughs) no. Well, I think we've did, you know, I almost said determined. I started going into your line. I won't do it. Relationships. Um, Relationships are difficult. I, to me, bad is something that can happen but can be fixed. Toxic is something that is just ingrained and may not be something that can be fixed. And it's probably something you need to get away from. Mm-hmm. And, and what matters most is that you're aware of what the situation is. Mm-hmm. And you understand whether you're accepting that mm-hmm. or whether it's best to get out. And that's what it is. That's what it is for me. That's what it is. I realized that I was in this. I'm never doing that again. I'm not going to put myself through that again. So I'm aware of what my boundaries are. You're not going to do this. What you're not going to do is just be dealing with some other person. I'm not for the streets. But if you for the streets, you're not for me. Wow. And with that, I think we have definitely come to the conclusion that love is aware. Love is many things. But this good love is black. Thanks for listening to the Love is Black podcast. Please help support the podcast by subscribing and leaving a review. And connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Love is Black podcast. See you next week.